0: check 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 one two one to the two one to the two. two, 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 two. hey right. scotty what's up i'm coming back oh got a toot hold on
1: the audio fun bag is brought to you by hard ice vodka freezies and norman's electronics and now we kick it
0: john michaels left his twitter open
1: he
2: did all right, seriously, <laughs> don't mess with John. Oh, uh, no. He would a, kill you. Nah, he's a gentle giant. No, he is a gentle giant, but I would endorse him killing you. We'll find out. Chapter 27 of the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. We've made it to 27. All brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Visit them online, com. You're not going to actually mess with his Twitter, are you? Yeah. Where you signed it out? Hang on. It's not a good decision on your part. I'm just telling you right now. He's been at this this particular st- uh, studio setup. Where? Doing the Chuck Oliver show. My hoes. Uh, oh, you are inviting so much problems for you.
0: Yeah, or you could just log off. You probably should just log off. No, 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 no. He should have just logged off. You're missing the point.
2: I think you no, should no, no. just log off. What about off.
0: personal responsibility, mask boy? Personal responsibility. Log your junk off. How
2: about that? Did you just call me mask
0: boy? State's rights and all that. Well log off your Twitter, son.
2: He'll learn. Every now and then when somebody makes a mistake, you just you just cover him a little bit, right? And he will learn to not make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> with this lesson that you were going to teach him. Correct. Alright, so I have a couple of different topics for us. Although this I This is wanna, tough love. I'm sorry. This I, is tough love. I'm I do want to bring this thing this. up with you. Um I went and got you a beer.
0: Yeah, I got a beer. When was
2: the last time that, that you bought me a beer? Because it's been a while, because we haven't gotten a chance to like really go out and do stuff.
0: I don't know, but here, I buy just about every beer or every drink when we do that Saturday show, because yeah. y'all... I don't want to feel like I'm the only one drinking on that Saturday show, so I'm like, I'll just show up with drinks, I'll buy them for them, and then y'all feel like required to buy me
2: beer afterwards? Absolutely. After the show's over, I I automatically hey, what are you drinking?
0: I always get the weirdest looks from the girls over at Sports and Social, though, because like we're on the air, we're doing our thing, so I'll quickly run over, put my order over, and then ask them to bring it up, because you know I'm a big deal, I'm on the radio, I can't just be hanging around waiting for my drinks. Yeah,
2: nobody can do that. And so...
0: <laughs> They'll bring up six drinks and notice there's only three people at the table, and she's like going to hand out the drinks. I'm like, four here, and then and, and one, there, one there, and this and one then here, one there. That way, I look like less of an alcoholic if I have four drinks and y'all got each a drink.
2: Yeah, I do like the looks on Make, all of the women that work there. Makes me feel better that as they walk up to us, they realize, oh man these guys are getting after it and they're doing a radio show there's like
0: there's like six bottles in front of me like or not bottles but glasses like there's my spit cup then there's two beers and then you gotta have a shot in between the beers because you know that's when the fun happens and hell if a game's going on it gets even worse which we're not supposed to do on the air but I think it just it adds to the vibe of we're watching games, we're, we're doing a show, we're just talking, we're just shooting the shit, we're just guys, just drinking and Everybody shooting
2: just, it. You know what, you're listening to us at your tailgate, we're just, we're just like you. That's the idea, yes, Mr. Dicky. By the way... <laughs> the one time he
0: showed up and saw me with the our <laughs> engineer sitting the there. like giving us a no!
2: He's giving no. me the no,
0: like the, the cut the neck sign, like hide your beer. I'm like what are you talking about? And I take like a big old sip and look to my left and there's Mr. Dickey and I was like oh, oh god.
2: Oh, here we... And he looks at us, oh, mostly you but, but us as big dumb animals anyway. It's just like these guys are ridiculous. So then we get like the pass for being a little bit ridiculous. Correct. Did you ever post the picture of what you and I did before that SEC championship game against Auburn? I have never posted that, you but it's still shouldn't. on my phone. You probably shouldn't. There was a line of cups because what happened was at the tailgate, they were making smaller drinks. Yeah, and just like
0: bourbon and Coke or yes, something in smaller bourbon. bourbon
2: and Cokes. And we went through... Oh, I don't know. You and I were at least six or seven apiece without a problem live on the show. Keep talking to the audience. I'll pull up the picture and find just my row. How about that? And, yeah, so we went through them, and all I remember is that – now I remember everything, but what I remember about this deal was every time we hit a commercial break, we would walk over – Steak Shapiro can party. He showed up to talk with us on the air for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and then saw the table. And we were by far much more <laughs> drunk than he ever thought about being that entire day. Drew Butler, who also joined us on that show, it de-evolved into Drew, how far can you punt a human head? Yeah, we were doing we were doing toaster obviously. We were, we were d- asking him all these things that you could punt. Can you punt this? Because that's
0: what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten
2: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten cups in my row. So I had ten in mine too. That we killed. Well, one's full, so nine and a half. How about that? Well, it was going to be. And that and that is why um it didn't work out well for me. We have worked out better for you.
0: From a tailgate since No, no, we have not. Because that was the that was the last one. That was Seventeen Auburn Georgia SEC champion. That was just a fun day though, because like we were pitching it as it was Hoyt's. Was it Hoyt's tailgate? Basically, like we were you,
2: calling it your tailgate. Yeah, you come on down to Hoyt's, <laughs> come on tailgate.
0: Down to Hoyt's tailgate. He's tailgate. getting drunk. Like I remember people walking up, taking pictures with us while we were on the air. We're like, hang on, everybody in the listening audience. Yeah, hold on a second. We're taking a picture. Cheese. Okay, we, right we, back. We would to, take the picture,
2: and then we would go on continuing the show.
0: That was the most I've ever prepped for a show. by the, And, I, and I'm prepped, don't, don't get me wrong. But yeah,
2: you're ready to talk college football.
0: I was so overly prepped for that show, and I'm pretty sure we spent maybe a third of it talking about the actual game, and then two-thirds of it talking about punting human heads.
2: I typically have notes. I have all this data that I've put together, and I'm going to make this point, and I did this research. I probably got to 10% of it because what it turned into was, Man, this is awesome. Let's go win the SEC. Let's go to the college football playoffs. Let's get Auburn and let's keep drinking.
0: I remember you getting a text while we're on the air from Graf. Yeah. And Graf just texted, This is amazing
2: radio right now. I don't know if that means it was good, but it was amazing radio that we pulled off. Graf is Todd Graffanini. He's now the voice of the New Orleans Hornets. Pelicans. Oh, they did change the name, didn't they? <laughs> beer went through quick, didn't it? Sure did. So I I bought you a beer. Yeah. And and then I called them the Hornets and the Pelicans. That's all right. By the way, I did the. And you want to talk about having to to jump way back in time. So I did the Chase Thomas podcast yesterday. Yeah. Chase listens to this podcast all the time, too.
0: He's never invited me. You've been on there quite a bit. Uh, Real Matt Lana's been on there quite a bit. Never been invited. Never been
2: invited. I feel like I don't get the respect I deserve around here. Probably should. Now, he was our intern. We're talking. Don't listen
0: to his podcast. You know what? How about this? Everybody that listens to this podcast, go give him one star. That's (laughs) how you get back at Chase right now for not inviting me. Go give his ass one star. That's
2: just mean. But he did ask me this. He goes, when you guys do your podcast together, do you have plans? Do you have notes? Do you have things you're going to do? And I I told him this. We have things in mind we want to get into with one another that we don't talk about beforehand because then it's, it's more organic this way. Because I have a question that was that came from the audience I think is a really good question that we can ponder. And I didn't want you to think about it yet because I went through an actual reaction here.
0: I would be scared out of my mind to go on 680s airwaves and not have a plan in mind. Absolutely. I, I, I've never done it. Me personally, I would be scared out of my mind for that. But when we get to do this, I just screw around. How about this? I take it a lot less serious. How about that? Yeah, so, you sure do. Hey, <laughs> Like, you've seen my rundown or my notes that I'll send for the Saturday shows when I do things. like They're extensive. I, They're, you
2: do some work. I, I
0: want there to be work because when I get on the air, the work's done and we're just having fun. With this, I just screw around. And if you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't, whatever. Go visit our sponsors and
2: help me, help me <laughs> that, out that, that that, that, That's what you've got. <laughs> that's all I care about. All right. So here was the question that got posed to me, and I... I'm struggling here because I think there's a lot of options. Is it a sports question? A radio no, question? No, no, It's, it, let me see if I can still find the tweet like, if it's my still out there. spirit animal? No. Um, okay. How about this? What kind of outfit do you think women look the best in? Ponder that one. Because there was a generic moment when I thought the yoga pant. Like, the yoga pant is the the great gift to all men. At the same time, I was like, you know what, though? If you got a little bit of a business-oriented suit kind of thing going, like a skirt and a, and a, and a blazer, that kind of looks kind of cool, too.
0: I don't disagree with what you're saying about the suit thing. Okay, everybody knows I'm kind of on a Sopranos kick. I never saw it before. Right. There is something about Dr. Melfi
2: that... Because she looks like a professional woman she the entire time. does, and maybe it's
0: that unattainable, you can't touch it because it's so high up. It's a professional woman, everything else that you want to jump on. And I'm not talking pantsuit, but I'm talking yeah, exactly.
2: that's what I'm trying to avoid because when I when I was trying to describe this, I'm like, not a pantsuit, suit. Not not something that your you know your grandma would be rocking. And I know where I know where
0: you're going with that. I do have the I think the right answer actually.
2: Okay. What is the right answer? Can I be overly grotesque male for one second? You always are awesome. <laughs> you, 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 are you just telling me you want to give this to the audience—the one that already thinks you're a grotesque male? Sometimes, sundress. Oh, thank you, because that was my—that was one of mine brought up too. No panties. Okay. i, I want to tell you about my my latest gift from God, because it happens every now and then where you just go, "Wow, that was that was wonderful." You get a Monroe. Yeah. I was that yeah. the beach? And the people that were renting the house directly across from us, like we could see them and we'd say, hey, and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, both of the daughters had just graduated from Florida State. And so they were there with their boyfriends and their families. And, and uh, we would just always wave to them. We talked to them on the beach because just, there's just not a whole lot of people out there. It's just it's very remote. And so this one night we had gone out to watch the sunset they were coming down to the beach to watch the sunset, and they were going to catch the end of it. We were heading back, and it was very windy that day. And one of those girls, it blew up her sundress. You got the back or the front? You got the back. Okay. And I just I just kind of was like, first off, like, a sundress, I'm like, they're awesome. Like, the fact that we are so cool with wearing sundresses in the south, I'm like, they all look great. All of you ladies always look great in a sundress. I just went, thank you, God. Woo-hoo. That was his gift to you that day. That was day. the gift to me that day was just Hey, there, a peak. There ain't no wind that's gonna keep this sundress down. And so yeah, that's uh that's what happened. And and the funny part is I turn to my wife and I go, Did you see that? She goes, No, I go, her sundress just blew up because I thought to myself, That's hey, going uh, in the bank. But if I if I point it out and say, This just happened. Oh, you're not the pervert? Then I uh, then I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> then it's okay if she saw me see this. Like, I am a huge fan of them them's ninja skills. That's Jedi mind tricks I'm right there. I'm a huge
0: fan of lingerie or whatever. Over the nude body. I I think there's something to... A, holding everything in place.
2: (laughs) It says a man with
0: knights. (laughs) Yes, but also the man that's married to a woman that's given birth and breastfed two kids. There's a certain responsibility (laughs) to holding everything in place. And B, like a bikini, it almost takes away any imagination. With a sundress, there is still imagination there. Like, when you go up to Athens in September... It's perfect. Yes. August and September. When you're at Mercedes-Benz in December, like we were just talking about for the SC championship or a late October or November game, it's cold and you got your jacket on and everything else. And we're bundled up at that point. That ain't that ain't the look I want. I'm talking it's 80 degrees and we got a 330 game and you are sundress and G tattoo on the side of your face and the key is los, not wearing underwear. There is nothing hotter than when a girl tells you she's not wearing underwear. Like God, that's been it's like, 20 years. I know it has <laughs> been, but it's like knowing there's a present under there and the only thing... It's, dude, it's, it's a thin piece of cloth. That's it. 20 some years? But it changes the entire <laughs> dynamic when you're told, by the way, I'm not wearing underwear. It's been,
2: like, been a long time.
0: There's just something about that, knowing that there's just this, this thin dress
2: in between you and... And me, I've realized that I only need football back for the sundress. That's that's where we're at. Everybody who talks about oh, there'll be crowds and this and this and this, and it's going to be whatever, blah 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 blah, whatever. Give me some football because football attracts the sundress, and all of you ladies look great in a sundress. There is something
0: about is it the is it the moose the Muslims that that they were the obviously they they're, is it they're covered up turca dur- what is it I don't know what it's called.
2: But the cover. But yeah, up, you've got the veil on the cover and everything. But you
0: else. can't show feet. You can't show. All you see is eyes, right? At least when they're outside in right. public. When
2: they're in public, uh, that's that's the cover. It's the cover for everything. In fact, they tell Westerners like, "Hey, dress it down a little bit."
0: But there is something about a woman's eyes when they wear that that are so hot because that's all you can see, <laughs> and the rest of it is left to imagination. Could you have married Allie if you had just seen her eyes the entire time?
2: No. Would you have married your wife? If you could only see her eyes. No,
0: because I would have made up some like ten model, and then she would have taken it off, and I'd been like, goo, not goo, but you know, like you look like that compared to what I was thinking you look
2: like. Coming up in the third segment. No, wait, we're not just gonna leave this hanging there. I didn't mean that to my wife. You're actually going to hear that time I went and found it when Buck Baloo went cancer joke and won the entire audio fun bag. It's a good two and a half minutes of the most awkward audio that we have. Have we ever had anybody else do cancer
0: humor on the station? Not like this.
2: No. Like, you've told your cancer story, and hey, I fake this, whatever, but he went full cancer comedy. Yeah, but mine wasn't a joke. Mine was a, just a
0: story that I actually lived out. His was like, he was going Hail Mary on
2: <laughs> I'm going to throw this joke, and we'll see how it lands. And let me tell you how different things are. <laughs> There's only one other person that has issued cancer comedy on this station. And oh. I had to issue an apology the next day. Buck, who gives a shit? That's cool. That's just Buck being Buck. Ha <laughs> ha! Back slap. To be fair, you don't have a national championship. No, no. Granted, granted. Like you could have said "cancer
0: kazoo" anytime you wanted if you would have won a natty for Georgia.
2: Yeah, and I'm glad you remembered that. That's what I when you said the guy had a <laughs> had a trake, and I said oh, and I called it that term, and then he I had to won't apologize. Even
0: say it now. It's a podcast. We're not regular. I like how you just cuss and you said shit, but you won't say cancer kazoo because you're still scared he listens to this. Say it. I said it. <laughs> he scared the hell out of me when he turned around. I was interviewing people at SEC Media Days, and I was like, excuse me, sir, can I talk to you? Yeah, i not going to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, oh my
2: God. And I ran away. And as I told you, oh my God, did he have a... And- then the next day, you I'm won't had, say it. I'm, I had to apologize on air the next day. It's the only time, and I've worked in this business for almost 20 years, and it's the only time I've ever had to issue an apology on air for something I did. And I used to interview homeless people.
0: Do you remember Chernoff called my mother from the wedding, my wedding, he called my mother an alcoholic or a lush on the air? Yep. My stepdad apparently heard it like second or third hand, because he doesn't listen to radio, whatever. He hears it second or third hand. He calls me that night. You will issue an apology the next day on the air. You do not talk about my wife like that, everything else. And I'm like, uh, okay, we'll issue an apology. So, so what do we do? So what
2: did we do? We actually went to a back studio, <laughs> pre-recorded it like it was in segment, and then you had it like, oh, yeah, so this is what happened. And it never, ever, ever got close to the air. We just basically fooled him with a radio magic trick.
0: Yeah, I sent him over an MP3 and said, hey, he told mom she's not an
2: alcoholic. Which she's not. You know. No, but it was, that's, that's his go-to comedy whenever uh, an adult has any beverages around him.
0: Because <laughs> he sips on Coors Light. Yes, he just light. Sits there. Not lights, light. And he just holds one. It's his go-to move. Why is that? I don't know. All right, coming up next, more stuff. More stuff? Yeah, Chase, we don't prepare at all. We just tease stuff. You might as well just tease the 2 o'clock hour coming up next like Buck does.
1: It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up.
2: I refer to this as the time when Chuck Oliver went back in time. About a decade. This happened on Saturday, Chuck, or Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, as Chuck is doing some of the NFL preview. He starts to wrap up the segment. We get this gem.
0: Given the primo go tailgate package away during halftime, of Dallas Green Bay today, and that's a, what, a 4 o'clock kickoff or so? Somebody wins. you got to be present, though. Primo go Tailgate Package. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back next with more on 790 The Zone.
1: Uh, 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 uh?
0: Even worse, I was sitting at a table with a bright yellow skirt on it that said 680 The Fan about 10 times.
2: Well, you just did come over a few months ago.
0: There was a banner on the wall that said 680 The Fan. I was wearing a shirt that said 680 The Fan. Back next on 790 The Zone.
2: We've had four kickball games, and I've missed all of the work because of this podcast. Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag Podcast brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezes and Norman's Electronics. Check them out. You can book the service 24-7 online. Been taking care of you since 1955. 770-451-5057 or online at NEI. USA.com. There's really kickball going on right now? Yeah. We're on a team. Lisa signed me up again. Because remember,
0: that's how I met my wife. Was playing kickball. Yeah, I forgot about that. How did, were you on the same team? Were you on opposing teams? We were on the same team, and it was more of a God, you know me. When it comes to competition, like I'm all out, boss the wall, I'll dive, I'll do whatever. Yeah, you
2: don't have really any fun with it.
0: I don't. It's much like when we played poker together, like I shut down and just You're become... the worst
2: poker person to be with. When I go out with me and my friends and we're playing a poker game, and again, it's not for money, it's it's for house cash, you know, at a bar. That's money. We're joking around, we're having fun, everybody is, is shooting the shit, and then there's just you who has pulled his hat down <laughs> where you can't read his eyes, you won't say anything, and you're suddenly... Ed Norton and rounders. I do the exact same thing with kickball. I throw on my eye black. I pull up my black
0: socks all the way up over the knees so I can slide. and I don't get, you know, little raspberries on the side that we still have scars from and everything else. You've seen me play kickball. You know what I'm talking about. Yes.
2: You are the guy that will find a way to get a competitive advantage in kickball.
0: In, in kickball. In everything. So I just got picked up by a team and I show up thinking this is going to be ultra competitive and I come out.
2: Run! You realize the wrong crowd? But,
0: yeah, it was a bunch of college kids who just wanted to get drunk and go to, like, the Wild Wing afterwards and just drink their and, Mellow Mushroom. And now there's
2: Dad who just showed up, and he's he's ready to go hardcore.
0: And And I was the opposite way. So we met that. She was on my team, and she played second, and she caught, like, two balls during the game, which is impressive for girls because most of the girls just run away from the balls and the guys get it. And I was like, okay, and then... We got drunk one night and had sex, and she then caught your balls. Yeah, I called her back, and okay, well then it all went from there. I'm not gonna tell the kids
2: that story, by the way.
0: How'd you meet mom? Well, it was a one night stand, and well, then I decided to call her back.
2: What happened is we did this. <laughs> Here's the fun part: she treated you like a one night stand too, and then was like, "He's calling me back." Why is he calling? Does he not know the rules of this? It's Like he's not supposed to, but you were in a lonely place, so you're like, "I'm gonna call her back." Lisa's like, "I'm just trying to hit this and quit this. Let's go." Yeah, and now look what's happened to her. Two kids later, you ruined her, and she has to babysit you.
0: But we get to play kickball. Well, but to be you get to play kickball. Kick. I'm supposed to be playing kickball. I remember last time I played, I almost got thrown out because I did another cheap move where there's a girl on first, and the guy's up to bat, and I'm pitching, or up to kick, and I'm pitching, and he drills one back, line drive at me. And immediately I catch it, mm-hmm. but then drop it on purpose.
2: Just so you can do your game, And yeah. she
0: doesn't know what's going on, and so I walk over tag her, because you have to tag her first, then tag the base, and then flip it over my shoulder and just walk off like a badass to end the inning. They're like, he can't do that! That's Bush League! She doesn't...
2: Sorry, baby. Know the rules. That is pretty Bush League, but it is the rules.
0: There is a diff... If you're going to bring a competitive kickball player out there, (laughs) you need to understand what you're getting
2: involved in. I've been pondering if I want to try, and I don't think it's happening right now, but it'll be back by next spring or whatever, maybe the fall, Maybe I kind of want to do some adult baseball again. I kind of have the urge for it. But I want to pitch, and I don't know if my arm will allow me to pitch. Here's what I have the urge for, and I'm right
0: there with you on that. And I loved practicing. Practicing, to me, was actually more fun than the I got,
2: I enjoyed it, yeah.
0: They, even if it was shagging balls in the outfield and just screwing around out there, I loved practicing. I ain't got time for practices. Like softball, kickball, I can just show up game, let's go. You can't do that with baseball and you know it. You've got to do side sessions. You've got cause your competitive juices do go, and the only way you're gonna get any better, you can't just walk out and hit a curveball and a fastball. No, you can't right. You now. You have
2: to commit some it's similar to going to the driving range. If you go to the range, you will have better rounds. It's the same concept. I need to get into a batting cage so that I can start judging speeds and get comfortable with with ball movement and and where my hands are and all those timing mechanisms. And that requires time in order to have fun when you actually then go play.
0: I remember a few years ago I was asked to come out and pick up with the AAMBL just for a couple games. They needed a couple guys to finish out the season. And I'm like, I'll come out there and help you. I'm swinging first pitch fastball. All I'm doing is looking for fastball. And I'm going to look like an idiot (laughs) when they throw me off speed. But that's what you got to do because I'm not ready to adjust to that or anything else. So. He throws me fastballs fine. He throws me something off speed. I'm just going to look stupid.
2: I also don't know about fielding a ground ball right now. Oh, no. That's like a bicycle. You never forget it. I promise. I I wonder about the comfort level because I, I was always somebody that felt pretty good about my hands that I could make any kind of adjustment. I'd be able to pick stuff. I'd be able to do whatever. And I just feel like I haven't done it in so long that I don't know if it would come back very quickly or at least it might be very slow.
0: That's always there. The weirdest thing that I ever kind of went through was playing softball for like seven, eight years straight, like, competitively, every weekend, everything else, every Saturday and Sunday, you go stand at shortstop after being on a softball field for about seven or eight years, and you're like, holy hell, I need a cutoff, man, to get it to first base. Like, it's that bad. You're like, was it always this far? 90 feet feels so far. Or when you round first and go in for a double, you're like,
1: 180
0: feet is a really long way. (laughs) 180 feet is a long ways away.
2: That's the weird part to me. I realized... A couple different times after I really hurt my shoulder that I had to get to balls as quickly as possible to deter anybody from trying to take it on my arm. And and then every now and then what I would do is I would come up and, and I would make like one good strong throw and I would just wince and take the pain. But it would keep people from then trying to take the extra base on what is somebody out there who has a very bad shoulder.
0: That's what we would either do in high school in warmups, and or when we got into softball. Mark, my best friend, he had Tommy Johns, and he should have had it probably again. But he would give you one good throw yep. as a look. So you stop, even if you didn't run on him. And then
2: left got an arm to run on him, and then you never would. And, You'd never test that again, right? And and I would hustle to the baseball. To basically say, like, don't try it. I'm going. I'm, I'm running to the baseball, and I've got a good arm. But I, the problem is, I would only have a good arm one time, and then everything else was as I'm fielding the ball, taking up and, and looking and going, like, oh, they're they're holding the bag. Okay, we're good. I'll just get a little lollipop in here. That that, that was a strategy to deal with it. And I don't know if I'm if I'm back to having a strong enough arm or a healthy enough arm if it's healed over time or not.
0: The one thing that has changed on me, like I said, ground balls, at least to me it really is like riding a bike. Like It's just there, and it's it's a mechanic and everything else. I played center field and outfield all the way up through high school. Man, I went back in the outfield maybe a year ago just screwing around. We're up whatever in the sixth inning. Okay, I'll play outfield. I forgot to run on my toes. Oh, wait, so the ball is bouncing and on the you? the ball is bouncing yeah. on me. I'm like, how, how is this not normal to me? I did this for like 16 years of my life, and now the ball is moving on me. I'm like, this does not feel right.
2: No, you got to be up on your toes, and then I really need to work on... On tracking, like I, you could take a bucket of balls. You talking about angles? Just seeing the ball off the bat and knowing where it's going. Because uh, I could, I could have somebody with a fungo hit fly balls to me. After a bucket, I'm good. Like I, it's all back. The first few, I don't know where they're going. Like oh my god! And until you catch one, you realize I really do need practice on a regular basis when it comes to fly balls.
0: I used to be at the point where, based on sound, and I'm talking metal or wood, based on sound, based on watching the pitch come in. My first step, I was taking before the swing was happening. Like sure. It got to that point where you could cheat that much, and you knew based on the sound, I'm up, I'm back, I'm in, I'm left, I'm right. Yeah, now I have no idea. Now I have no clue. It's like, oh, first step back. Oh, God, that's going to drop in.
2: But I have gotten better at war zone.
0: What is war zone? Because you've been talking about this, and all I know is... Fortnite or.
2: Yeah, it's just the. It's Call of Duty's multiplayer right now, and it's got some popularity to it. And I don't normally play those games. How is it any different than all the Call of Duty's, though? Because this has been going on for a long time, the multiplayer feature. It's not. It just happens to be the one that's currently being. Used in in everybody's multiplayer and off this one right now.
0: What is this one based off of? Because all the Call of Duties are different. Whether it's World War One or two or it's modern it's, day it's warfare. Modern, it's modern, day modern warfare.
2: Day. Yeah, but it's it's fun. I, I've what I've gotten sucked into and it's gotten into my wallet a little bit. So you can keep leveling up a character and you'll get some more stuff that you can do to your weapon or. You can just pay your nine bucks and get like the best weapon that applies to that character. And I haven't done that. I've done that for one the sniper rifle because I don't like the regular sniper rifle you start with.
0: That's the most irritating thing to me about. And the only games, as you know, I play are now oh, on my cell phone. They're all
2: your mobile devices. And yeah,
0: and that's because I have an addiction, and I go to. We've talked about it, and I'll go to bed at four or five in the morning because I just play it too much. I hate the upgrade pay, and it's on every game now. It like is. it's over to consoles as well, and that's a. That's a problem to me. Like, what just happened to, hey, you either A, level up, or everybody stays on the same level, and, and it's whoever's the best. The skill level is whatever determines the winner.
2: Have you noticed how it's also happened to Chuck? Oh, Chuck, his baseball game. Chuck has it in his baseball game where you're buying packets so that you can get better players. And the problem is, is that since he won't do it, there are people that he can play against that he has no chance against, and he knows it. Because he has integrity, and he plays for the love of the game and I'm, everything else. I'm building my team this way, and, and, you know, kid over in Kansas already has, like, Hannes Wagner, Cy Young, and Babe Ruth, and oh, by the way, just added Mike Trout, and he, you got to take this thing down. But
0: at the same time, it just it doesn't feel right, and I, I understand they need to get their money. I just miss the days when it was, hey, take my 60 bucks for the game, and now we're even. I, I don't have to pay anymore or anything else, and that that's the frustrating part to
2: me. Well, but long term... They're giving you the game for free now, and then they're trying to win their sixty bucks or more back. But I'd rather just pay the sixty bucks up front. I have probably spent, and this is where it's a little little different. I've probably spent with my daughter probably a hundred bucks on Fortnite. Are these for upgrades or just skins? There's no upgrades. That's the cool part. So they're all just skins. They're, everything you purchase does not have an influence on gameplay. It's See, I like that. I do too. That's not modern warfare. You can go buy a weapon that works better or has more distance and stuff like that. That I don't really care for, but at a certain point when you're getting your head kicked in, you're like, all right, I got to upgrade my sniper rifle. This is not going to work. Um, in, in Fortnite, it's all just skins, how it looks, what it sounds like, and that... Um, probably like I said 100 bucks over a 3 year period. I don't really that doesn't bother me cuz that she doesn't play a ton of games.
0: Where did the first person shooter but multiplayer take off? Ooh. So there
2: Is there was, that was GoldenEye? Okay, so regular non-network, yeah, probably four person GoldenEye. And then Halo was probably where it took off online. Sort of, cuz that was then console based and and you could do some of it, but it wasn't massive world, the very first one that introduced massive worlds and lots of people was a game called Star Siege Tribes and tribes you could play 20 on 20 and this is this was a game that was out like in the late 90s so it doesn't look great but it legitimately rewarded skills like if you could do some of the things on there you would have these you'd have these like one-on-one fights at times and you could you're basically dueling somebody and you both have jetpacks and all this sort of stuff, and, and you're you're trying to take each other out. And you had people that would create hacks for the game and, you know, different modifications for it. And that was the first really big one out there.
0: Do you think warfare ever moves to this, where we're just controlling machines
2: to go and fight our wars? Well, we're already doing that. I mean, what oh, no, do you think, do you think drones me? are? No,
0: no, no, but that's a drone. Like, do we ever actually have a suit where everything's being played out in an actual
2: lab with a bunch of people sitting there on their controllers yeah absolutely we're going to get to our technology where it's going to be about how ex- now here's the, the big difference here the soldier is typically going to be the cheaper option but there will be the alright let's use this option Let's let's use the Iron Man option to get this thing done
0: so then how do you actually kill
2: each other well, no, you just, hey, How I, do you win? I have to, uh, let's say, for instance, I have to take out a terrorist camp. I'm going to use the Iron Man option to do it. So then I'm going to virtually fly in my character. I'm going to okay. take out the camp. I'm going to do whatever, and then I'm going to leave. But what about
0: when the terrorists themselves get Iron Man as well
2: technology? You should know this if you had watched the movie. They never will.
0: No, no, no can't. you can't
2: just go off of that. They the, will eventually. Their technology will never catch us. We'll always be a step ahead. Then we'll we'll have nanotechnology. Seems like a cop-out. And that's just how it's going to go. What's nanotechnology? All right, coming up next, that time where cancer comedy was allowed and happened on the station. Wait, but what's nanotechnology?
1: It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club.
2: Let's move on to the next cut. Jim Donnan was a guest of the Bulldog Roundtable. This was the Monday of the championship game between Alabama and Clemson. Chuck Dowdle was setting up a question for Jim Donnan. And all I can think of is, I think Coach might have put the phone down, expecting to then pick it back up and start the conversation there. So he wasn't exactly on the line ready to go.
1: Head football coach and a member of the College Football Hall of Fame, Jim Donnan. I am sure that there is no way to uh, really aptly describe uh, the pressure that must be on coaches on the Alabama staff and the Clemson staff this week, although they both lived it last year. Coach? Coach, are you there? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry we we were we were looking uh, thought Coach right, Dinah was bad, still with not us. Not bad. I, I, I couldn't hear you. Let's go. Oh, all right. Yeah, there he is. He's back like with us over now. There, but I usually like to be over there, but I couldn't <laughs> get there this morning. So uh, I'll be there next week.
0: Da-na-na-na-na. Hey, go dogs. Do 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 Hey, go dogs. G E O R G I.
2: N E I S -S U S A. Hey, it fits. Welcome back. Chapter 27 of the Audio Fun Bag podcast, all brought to you by Hard Ice, Vodka Freezies, and Norman's Electronics. Reach them online neiusa.com or by phone 770-451-5057. Did you memorize that number? No, I always keep it in front of me. I keep all, whenever we do this, I actually get all of our data sheet out and everything else. We we have no plans for segments, yet I have plans for our quality sponsors. Whose number do you still remember top of your head? Uh just my home phone number and my own. Like uh, your back. current home phone number? Like he, back in San Antonio. Yeah, I've told you this before. No. I, I remember my my home phone number okay. in San Antonio. My wife's phone number and my phone number, and that's it so you know Allie's phone cell phone number yes, okay, but I don't know uh my mom's cell phone, my dad's cell phone. I don't know any of their I don't know your cell phone, I don't know Matt, I don't know Chuck, none of them I know Matt because he's got something with six eight in his. Oh, that probably helps. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, yeah. I do know
0: his, though. Hey, before we get into cancer humor, yes, which that's a hell of a tease, can we talk like baseball for like two minutes and yeah, sports? Absolutely. And they can fast forward through this so they don't care about this that. Is, this is our baseball
2: conversation. So
0: I was talking to McAlp... Oh, do I have to lower my voice to do
2: that? <laughs> I was just thinking... Baseball. <gasps> baseball. I
0: was talking to K-Mac, and he was, I guess, talking to a scout... Did 40 years in Major League Baseball and everything else, and Baseball. I was like, the the extra innings thing is very intriguing to me, where you start with a runner on second base, the, the last batter that made the out the inning before, and he had to make the out at the plate. Like, if it's a fielder's choice that he hits into, he's still the guy that's going to run at second base. Okay. I have two questions for that. One, can I pinch run for him
2: to start the next inning when he starts at second base? I don't know. I don't know the the rule. I understand why they're doing it and how they're gonna execute it. They
0: want to speed everything up. Right, I get they, that. They,
2: they don't want to end up with the 14 inning, 15 inning game. I get that yeah. because
0: of rosters and games and everything else. And you you're don't gonna, wanna...
2: Yeah, you're also gonna be I mean you're gonna be busting guys, you're giving them six days off over sixty games. Like you wanna make sure these things are nine innings or or as little as possible. So that's my first question. Can you pinch run at that point? My second question
0: was like Put yourself in a manager. then Go back to, you know, Ron Washington and your Rangers in 2011. Smoking heaters. 10, 10, 10
2: and 11, yeah. Smoking
1: more than heaters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ron. Um, but let's say you're in game six of a World Series game and you've got to get to a game seven. Oh,
1: F-U, F-U, F-U.
0: And there's a rain delay that almost happens. And No, you're in
2: the bottom of the 13th. You get a leadoff double. What is your move as a manager? I'm curious, and and this is what I want to understand, and I have not read through this portion of what they're doing. I don't know that the rules are going to continue into the postseason as well. I mean, I think it's to get us through the regular season, and then it goes back to a more normal brand of baseball, but I don't know that for sure.
0: But just hear me out. If you get a leadoff double in the bottom of
2: the 13th or whatever, what is your next move? I'm, well, okay, for me? You're bunting them over, right? I'm not. Really? I'm not, because what happens is you then invite the, I buttoned him over, he's over here, I've got one out, I walked the man at first, and now I have a double play situation. Oh, they're probably going to walk him loaded, honestly, to put a force at every base. And, and and again, I'm going to use my three outs to try and drive the runner in from second base. Because if if I get a base hit and it moves him along, great, I have a chance to score on it. If you get
0: a base hit, honestly, he should score. Yeah,
2: and so that that's where I'm not going to give you an out For sixty feet, when I know that all you're going to do is jam up the bases and and force me to not hit into a double play, I I just I'm not going to use my I'm not going to use an out for that situation that I know is going to create. Maybe I grew up in just too old school of mentality of baseball, but if I'm tied
0: and I'm in extra innings or whatever, and it's the game winning run sitting on second with nobody out, I am moving them over. But what Kevin said, the scout for forty years says you don't bunt, and there's two reasons. One, a nobody can bunt anymore. There's not a single person that can actually actually pull off and execute a bunt, which is bizarre to me. But that's that's one nope, and Nobody two, makes a
2: living bunting in this thing
0: anymore. And two, it goes back to what you were saying. You look for the base hitter. The extra base hit scores the guy easily. But it just it seems different. When you're talking sample size over 160, I'm talking about one game. I'm not talking about sample size. I'm talking about one single game where bunt, backside hit, or sack fly, fine, you get him in. Like I grew up in an era where there's a runner on second and I'm not bunting him over and nobody out. I'm trying to hit at least backside and it either goes for a hit or I move the
2: runner over. I will say though, it's different when if you gave me the same situation, man on first, I am bunting. And even though the numbers like, no, you should never bunt, because now a base hit scores the runner from second, and there's still not a double play situation for them. That changes some of the mathematics for me. But I can imagine lead off f- double, I'm I'm not bunting.
0: But using your logic, and I'm giving headaches to the listener, but using your <laughs> logic if you bunt him over, if there's a leadoff base hit and you bunt him over, now there's one out. I'm gonna intentionally walk that next batter and set up the double play.
2: That's fine. Okay. At that point now, but but I've now forced you into. All right, here you go. You got to give me another guy on. And while I've given you an out, I now have the ability to score from second on a base hit, and I can't score from first base on a base hit.
0: It's a, it's an unusual. Qu- I, I'm just I'm old school baseball. It's, you can we can do cancer talk, but I could. I could sit here and do this theory for like an hour. All right, so this was the time. Is this the entire fun bag, or is this just just the Buck This one? is
2: the two and a half, three minutes where we analyzed oh what was going through Buck's mind as he gave us cancer comedy. Final piece of audio to wrap up this first edition, of, and hopefully more of them, of the uh, 2017 audio fun bag. This one was on Brian Hoyt because he was bringing Buck and Kincaid back from a break, and he abruptly, way too abruptly got rid of the music it created a very awkward moment on that show so listen to how quickly brian hoyt drops the music this is his first big era of 2017
1: lakeland air lights uh, has been a tradition for us we did that we saw the movie sing yes uh wwe Good. live was a big See, hit did with that, the boys. by the way our friend friend uh, kelly's friend really uh, set us up with third row tickets at wwe live oh my gosh <laughs> Get some sweat on you. Yeah, and Cena showed up in a big way, man. Oh, boy. Our tickets were so good, we were down there with the cancer patients. First time I ever went, much less had third-row seats, but they put on a really exciting show. Did you hear his mess up? Hoyt just dropping that music.
2: Um... I mean, right, Hoy. You you messed up there, Hoy. That was that was on you, definitely. What were you thinking, just dropping that music?
0: You guys have always coached me up to drop the music when it becomes awkward.
2: (laughs) I didn't hear any awkwardness. I missed that. Let me hear it again and see if I pick up on the awkwardness. I didn't hear it.
1: Lakeland Air Lights uh, has been a tradition for us. We did that. We saw the movie Sing. Yes. Uh, WWE good. Live was a big See, hit it did with that the boys. Did. By the way, our friend, friend uh, Kelly's friend, really uh, set us up with third row tickets at WWE Live. Oh, my gosh. Get some sweat on Yeah, you. and Cena showed up in a big way, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Our tickets were so good, we were down there with the cancer patients. First time I ever went, much less had third row seats, but they put on a really exciting show.
2: Oh. It's the audio fun bag. Oh.
1: Oh.
2: Mm. Uh. Chuck, what hour are we at? I
0: don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do something Falcons so is, next? <laughs>
0: is Buck suggesting, okay, I got cancer, that's awful. I do get to sit in front of WWE.
2: I, I don't know that that could, um, um,
0: Goodness. Come back next with
2: more on 790
0: The Zone. So there you go. That's not
2: that's,
0: that's and, not on me and that's wrong of you and Matt to put that on me. We? Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. We had joked around
2: about how it was a technical error. Why did the music drop out? You know, you're the taught me to drop music out. I know, and you did it perfectly, and it made it that much more awkward, and then we turned on you for doing it. <laughs> you you made the bit. You made the bit because once you remove the
0: music... It becomes so uncomfortable, and the fact yes. that, by the way, Buck fought through and just goes back to, yeah, I've never had yeah. seats
2: that good. That's, again, it's a case study at times what Buck can get away with. As I'm apologizing, I'm thinking to myself... Didn't we issue some cancer comedy the other day? Yeah, that's not... Oh, eh, whatever.
0: What's the worst thing you think he said that we have
2: played? Oh, um...
0: I think I have an idea.
2: I tell you what, let's do this. This is a good tease. Well, for next week? Let's next week review some of the best ones. Do you know which one I'm thinking of? I think I know exactly the one you are, and I'm also thinking about the other one where... Well, I found out she was oh, yeah. autism. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a couple of them where we all go, oh! Now,
0: to be fair, and we'll talk about it next week, to be fair on that one, I think he's
2: just telling a story. He is. And he's, no, he's, not tr- the, he's, not, he's not being offensive at all. He's just making sure to tell the full story. <laughs> the other one I remember specifically, <laughs> you and I running out in the hallway We going, started screaming, no!
0: No! There were two moments when we did that. It was that moment, and the more the more time's <laughs> the running more, out on you, man. And we both ran in the hallway
2: just screaming, no! And people came running up to us, like, is, what everything happened? Okay? is everything here? Okay? Is there, Is there a fight? Is there a fire? Like, what is going on? And we didn't know. Are you what? talking about the Zion
0: time? Are we both talking about the same time?
2: No, we're talking about, and, and that's, yes, we were talking okay. about that one. That's okay. another one. Okay. Um, but I can tell you, with the Mort one, we were screaming at the top of our lungs, like we could not believe that it, that it just happened to us.
0: Do you think anybody's ever found the Easter egg? By the way, that we put in the uh... one
2: person did. Did they? Yeah, one person did in the fun bag about five, yeah, I... six weeks ago. Oh, I think it was longer than that. But yeah, one person tweeted me and they're like they found it. If you
0: go back and listen to uh, old audio fun bags, right at the end, there's one that has it's it's
2: it's unnaturally longer at the end. <laughs> Is REM playing, and then something else plays? All the music drops out, and then there's like a one-minute pause, and then there's an Easter egg in there that's at the back.
0: I'm never allowed to play it on air. That's what I was told this week.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. you can check it on out, though. Alright, that's gonna do it for us. We'll talk next week. Do I get to take us out?
0: Take us out! Alright. I'm still not good at this. I don't know how... How would you take us out? Like, you you would sing a song... Uh. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you want it, you better never let it go.